Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the Haven, the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're here trying to broadcast Shabda Brahman to the world through this medium of technology. And so far I must say, it's working. Uh, quite a few people are uh, giving responses and uh, tuning in on the YouTube channel uh, of the same name, Daily Readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. We, in this Dwali and uh, day to tomorrow. Yeah, I think tomorrow. Anyway, it's 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 Diwali either today or tomorrow, and we're celebrating by by hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam, reading the Srimad Bhagavatam. Please try to understand how important it is to hear the Srimad Bhagavatam in the association of other like-minded Vaishnavas every day. It is the supreme chanting the holy name on your beads, especially uh, hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. This in with devotees. These processes are the most important uh, processes for attaining attachment to Krishna. Uh, attachment to Krishna is beyond uh, regular jnana, regular knowledge. It is bhakti knowledge, uh, bhakti jnana. Uh, so we need this knowledge in order to get attached to Krishna. And the Bhagavatam is organized in such a way as to expand our consciousness by hearing all about the different incarnations of Krishna and a time from time, <coughs> even in the earlier chapters, we hear <coughs> something about Krishna's pastimes. <coughs> and by this process we become qualified to hear the pastimes of Krishna in the 10th canto. So this is the preparation. It's not a one-off thing. Nitya Bhagavata, Nitya Bhagavata Sevya, to serve the Bhagavat, uh, book Bhagavat and person Bhagavat, by hearing with devotion and love and affection, or at least respect, whatever level we're on, we become eligible for pure bhakti yoga. Okay, Srimad Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram was compiled by Srila Sanatana Goswami to glorify the Bhagavatam, to offer obeisances to the Vrindavan pastimes of Krishna. And it goes like this. <clears throat> Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dwanduritaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the Son risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. 
Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshak Chadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. <clears throat> you are Sri Krishna himself. Madhikabando matsangin madguro manmahadana mannestadagamadbhagya madanandanamostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin Atini chochatakada, Hanamunchagadachin mam, Premnarit kantayokspuda. O bestower of the saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, <clears throat> please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we reached the thirty-first chapter of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and Prithu Maharaj I'm sorry it's the 21st chapter of the fourth canto Srimad Bhagavatam and we've reached text 34 and Prithu Maharaj the incarnation Shaktivesh incarnation of Krishna is giving instructions to his citizens. We're starting with text 34. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is transcendental and not contaminated by this material world. But although he is concentrated spirit-soul without material variety, but for the benefit, for the benefit of the conditioned souls, he nevertheless accepts different types of sacrifice performed with various material elements, rituals, and mantras and offered to the demigods under different names according to the interests and purposes of the performers. Purport For material prosperity, there are recommendations in the Vedas for, excuse me, for various types of yagya, sacrifice. In Bhagavad Gita 3.10, it is confirmed that Lord Brahma created all living entities, including human beings and demigods, and advised them to perform yagya according to their material desires. Saha yagya praja shrishtva. These performances are called yagyas, because their ultimate goal is to satisfy 
the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vishnu. The purpose of performing yagyas is to get material benefit. But because the aim is to simultaneously satisfy the Supreme Lord, such yagyas have been recommended in the Vedas. Such performances are, of course, known as karmakanda, or material activities. And all material activities are certainly condemned by the three modes of material nature. Generally, the karmakanda ritualistic ceremonies are performed in the mode of passion, yet the conditioned souls, both human beings and demigods, are obliged to perform these yagyas because without them one cannot be happy at all. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur comments that these karmakanda ritualistic ceremonies, although contaminated, contain touches of devotional service. Because whenever there is a performance of any jagya, Lord Vishnu is given a central position. This is very important because even a little endeavor to please Lord Vishnu is bhakti and is of great value. A tinge of bhakti purifies the material nature of the performances which by devotional service gradually come to the transcendental position. Therefore, <clears throat> although such yagyas are superficially material activities, the results are transcendental. Such yagyas as Surya Yagya, Indra Yagya and Chandra Yagya are performed in the names of the demigods. But these demigods are bodily parts of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The demigods cannot accept sacrificial offerings for themselves, but they can accept them for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Just as a departmental tax collector of a government cannot collect taxes for his personal account, but can realize them for the government. Any yagya performed <clears throat> any yagya performed with this complete knowledge and understanding is described in Bhagavad Gita as Brahmarpanam or a sacrifice offered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. <clears throat> Since no one but the Supreme Lord can enjoy the results of sacrifice, the Lord says that He is the actual enjoyer of all sacrifices, Bhuktanam Yagya Tapasam Sarvaloka Maheshwaram Bhagavad Gita 5.29 Sacrifices should be performed with this view in mind. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 4.24, Brahmarpanam, Brahmahavir, Brahmagnao, Brahmanahutam, Brahmaiva, Tentagantavyam, Brahmakarma, Samadhina. A person who is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness is sure to attain <clears throat> the spiritual kingdom because of his full con contribution to spiritual activities in which the consummation is absolute and that which is offered is of the same spiritual nature. The performer of sacrifices 
must always keep in view that the sacrifices mentioned in the Vedas are meant to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vishnu Aradyate Panta Vishnu Purana 39389 <clears throat> Anything material or spiritual done for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord is understood to be an actual yagya. And by performing such yagyas, one gets liberation from material bondage. The direct method of getting liberation from material bondage is devotional service, comprising the nine following methods. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Padasevanam, Archanam, Bandhanam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Atma, Nivedanam. Bhagavatam 7.5.23 This ninefold process is described in this verse as Vishuddha Vigyana Gana or satisfying the Supreme Personality of Godhead directly by transcendental knowledge <clears throat> concentrated on the form of the Supreme Lord, Vishnu. This is the best method for satisfying the Supreme Lord. One who cannot take to this direct process, however, should take the indirect, pro indirect process of performing yagyas for the satisfaction of Vishnu or yagya. Vishnu is therefore called yagyapati, shriyak patim yagapatim jagat patim, Bhagavatam 2.9.15. The supreme personality of Godhead, uh, the supreme personality of Godhead's deep scientific knowledge, is concentrated to the supreme point. For example, medical science knows some things superficially, but the doctors do not know exactly things how things happen in the body. Lord Krishna, however, knows everything in detail. Therefore, his knowledge is vijnana-gana because it does not have any of the defects of material science. <clears throat> the Supreme Personality of Godhead is Vishuddha vijnana-gana, concentrated, transcendental knowledge. Therefore, even though he accepts karmakandiya, materialistic yagyas, he always remains any transcendental position. Therefore, the mention of Aneka Guna refers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead's many transcendental qualities, for He is not affected by the material qualities. The different kinds of material paraphernalia or physical elements are also gradually transformed into spiritual understanding, because ultimately, there is no difference between material and spiritual qualities, for everything emanates from the Supreme Spirit. This is realized by a gradual process of realization and purification. One vivid example of this is Dhruva Maharaj, who took to meditation in the forest to achieve material benefit, but ultimately became spiritually advanced 
and did not want any benediction for material profit. He was simply satisfied with the association of the Supreme Lord. Ashaya means determination. Generally, a conditioned soul has the determination for material profit. But when these desires for material profit are satisfied through the performance of yajna, one gradually achieves the spiritual platform. Then his life becomes perfect. Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.10 therefore recommends Akama Sarvakamo Va Moksha Kama Udara Dehi Tivrena Bhakti Yogena Yajeta Purusham Param Everyone, whether Akama, a devotee, Sarvakama, a karmi, or Moksha Kama, a jnani or yogi, is encouraged to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead by the direct method of devotional service. In this way, <clears throat> in this way, one can get both material and spiritual profit simultaneously. Text 35 The Supreme Personality of Godhead is all-pervading, but He is also manifested in different types of bodies, which arise from a combination of material nature, time, desires, and occupational duties. Thus, different types of consciousness develop, just as fire, which is always basically the same, blazes in different ways according to the shape and dimension of firewood. Purport. The Supreme Personality of Godhead constantly lives with the individual soul as Paramatma. The individual soul has awareness in accord with his material body, which he attains by virtue of prakriti, or material nature. The material ingredients are activated by the force of time and thus the three material modes of nature are manifested. According to his association with the three modes of nature, the living entity develops a particular type of body. In animal life, the material body, mode of ignorance is so prominent that there is very little chance of realizing the Paramatma, who was also present within the heart of the animal. But in the human form of life, because of developed consciousness, chaitanam, one can be transferred from ignorance and passion to goodness by the results of his activities. Kriya palatvena. A human being is therefore advised to associate with spiritually advanced personalities. The Vedas give the direction yad vigyanartam sagurum eva bigachet mundukupanishad 1, 2, 12 In order to reach the perfection of life or to understand the real constitutional position of the living entity 
one must approach the spiritual master. Gurum eva begach tet. One must. It is not optional. It is imperative that one approach the spiritual master, for by such association, one proportionately develops his consciousness toward the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The highest perfection of such consciousness is called Krishna Consciousness. According to the body given by Prakriti, or nature, one's consciousness is present. According to the development of consciousness, one's activities are performed. And according to the purity of such activities, one realizes the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is present in everyone's heart. The example given herein is very appropriate. Fire is always the same, but according to the size of the fuel or burning wood, the fire appears to be straight, curved, small, big, etc. According to the development of consciousness, God-realization is present. In the human form of life, it is recommended, therefore, that one undergo the different types of penances and austerities described in Bhagavad Gita, Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga, Dhyana Yoga, and Bhakti Yoga. Like a staircase, yoga has different steps for reading the topmost floor. And according to one's position upon the staircase, he is understood to be situated in Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga, Dhyana Yoga, or Bhakti Yoga. Of course, Bhakti Yoga is the topmost step on the staircase of realization of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In other words, according to one's development of consciousness, one realizes his spiritual identity. And thus, when one's existential position is purified fully, he, comes, he becomes situated in Brahmananda, which is ultimately unlimited. Therefore, the Sankirtan movement, contributed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead as Lord Chaitanya, is the direct and easiest process for coming to the purest form of consciousness, Krishna consciousness, the platform on which the Supreme Personality of Godhead is fully realized. Directions for, the performing, for, for, for performing different types of yagyas are specifically arranged for the highest realization of the Supreme Lord, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita by the Lord Himself. Yeyatam mam prapadyante tangs tataiva bhajam yaham Bhagavad Gita 4.11 The Supreme Personality of Godhead is realized according to the proportion of one's surrender. Full surrender, however, occurs when a man is perfectly in knowledge. Bahunam janmanamante yanavamam prapadyate Bhagavad Gita 7.19 Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai 36. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the master and enjoyer of the results 
of all sacrifices, and he is the supreme spiritual master as well. All of you citizens on the surface of the globe who have a relationship with me and are worshipping him by dint of your occupational duties are bestowing your mercy upon me. Therefore, O my citizens, I thank you. Purport Maharaja's advice to his citizens to take devotional to devotional service as now is now concluded in two ways. He has repeatedly advised persons who are neophytes to engage themselves in devotional service according to the capacities of the different orders of social and spiritual life. But here, he specifically thanks those already engaged in such devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who was actually the enjoyer of all sacrificial ceremonies, and who was also the Supreme Teacher as Antaryami or Paramatma. There is specific mention of the word gurum, which indicates the Supreme Personality as Chaitya Guru. The Supreme Godhead in His Paramatma feature is present in everyone's heart and He is always trying to induce the individual soul to surrender unto Him and to engage in devotional service. Therefore, He is the original spiritual master. He manifests Himself as spiritual master both internally and externally to help the conditioned soul both ways. Therefore, he has been mentioned herein as groom. It appears, however, that in the time of Maharaj Prithu, all the people on the surface of the globe were his subjects. Most of them, in fact, all, almost all of them, were engaged in devotional service. Therefore, he thanked them in a humble way for engaging in devotional service and thus bestowing their mercy upon him. In other words, in a state where the citizens and the head of state are engaged in devotional service under the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they help one another and are mutually benefited. Text 37 The Brahmanas and Vaishnavas are personally glorified by their characteristic powers of tolerance, penance, knowledge, and education. By dint of all these spiritual assets, Vaishnavas are more powerful than royalty. It is therefore advised that the princely order not exhibit its material prowess before these two communities and should avoid offending them. Purport Prithu Maharaj has explained in the previous verse the importance of devotional service for both the rulers and the citizens of the state. He now explains how one can be steadily fixed in devotional service. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, while instructing Srila Rupa Goswami, has compared the devotional service of the Lord with a creeper. A creeper 
has a feeble stem and requires the support of another tree to grow. And while growing, it requires sufficient protection so that it, mu so that it may not be lost. So that, that, so that it so that it may not be lost. While describing the system of protection for the creeper of devotional service, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has especially stressed protection from offenses unto the lotus feet of Vaishnavas. Such offenses are called Vaishnava Aparad. Aparad means offense. If one commits Vaishnava Aparad, all of his progress in devotional service will be checked. Even though one is very much advanced in devotional service, if he commits offenses at the feet of a Vaishnava, his advancement is all spoiled. In the Shastras it is found that a great, a very great yogi, Durvasa Muni, committed a Vaishnava Aparad, and for thus and thus, for one full year, had to travel all over the universe, even to Vaikuntha Loka, to defend himself from the offense. At last, even when he approached the Supreme Personality of Godhead in Vaikuntha, he was refused protection. Therefore, one should be very careful about committing offenses at the feet of a Vaishnava. The most grievous type of Vaishnava Aparad is called Guru Aparad, which refers to offenses at the lotus feet of the spiritual master. In the chanting of the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, this Guru Aparad is considered the most grievous offense. Gurur Abhigya Gurur Abhagya Shutishastri Nindanam Padma Purana. Among the ten offenses committed against the chanting of the holy name, the first offenses are disobedient, disobedience of the spiritual master and blasphemy of the Vedic literature. The simple definition of Vaishnava is given by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. A person who immediately reminds one of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is a Vaishnava. In this verse, both Vaishnavas and Brahmanas are mentioned. A Vaishnava is a learned Brahmana and is therefore designated as Brahmana Vaishnava, Brahmana Pandit, or as a Vaishnava and Brahmana. In other words, a Vaishnava is supposed to be a Brahmana already. But a Brahmana may not be a pure Vaishnava. When a person understands his pure identity, Brahmajanati, he immediately becomes a Brahmana. In the Brahmana stage, one's understanding of the Absolute Truth is mainly based on the impersonal view. When a Brahmana, however, rises to the platform, of personal understanding of the Supreme Godhead, he becomes a Vaishnava. A Vaishnava is transcendental even to a Brahmana.
In the material conception, the position of Vibramana is the highest in human society. But a Vaishnava is transcendental even to a Brahmana. Both the Brahmana and Vaishnava are spiritually advanced. A Brahmana's qualifications are mentioned in Bhagavad Gita as truthfulness, mental, mental equanimity, control of the senses, the power of tolerance, simplicity, knowledge of the absolute truth, the power of tolerance, knowledge of the absolute truth, firm faith in the scriptures, and practical application of the Brahminical qualities in life. In addition to all these qualifications, when one becomes, when one fully engages in the transcendental loving service of the Lord, he becomes a Vaishnava. Prithu Maharaj warns his citizens who are actually engaged in the devotional service of the Lord to take care against offenses to the Brahmanas and Vaishnavas. Offenses at their lotus feet are so destructive that even the descendants of Yadu who were born in the family of Lord Krishna were destroyed due to offenses at their feet. The Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot tolerate any offense at the lotus feet of Brahmanas and Vaishnavas. Sometimes, due to their powerful positions, princes or government servants neglect the position of Brahmanas and Vaishnavas not knowing that because of their offense they will be ruined. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Text 38 <clears throat> The Supreme Personality of Godhead the ancient, eternal Godhead, who is foremost amongst all great personalities, obtained the opulence of his staunch reputation, which purifies the entire universe. By worshipping the lotus feet of those Brahmanas and Vaishnavas. I'll read this again, it's so important. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, the ancient, eternal Godhead, who is foremost amongst all great personalities, obtained the opulence of his staunch reputation, which purifies the entire universe by worshipping the lotus feet of those Brahmanas and Vaishnavas. Purport The Supreme Person is described herein as Brahmanya Deva. Brahmanya refers to the Brahmanas and, and the Vaishnavas or the Brahminical culture. And Deva means worshipable Lord. Therefore, unless one is on the transcendental platform of being a Vaishnava, or on the highest platform of material goodness as a Brahmana, he cannot appreciate the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the lower stages of ignorance and passion, it is difficult to appreciate or understand the Supreme Lord. Therefore, the Lord is described here in as the worshipable deity for persons in Brahminical and Vaishnava culture. Namo Brahmanya Devaya 
Go Brahmana Hitaya Cha, Jagaditaya Krishnaya, Govindaya Namo Namaha, Vishnu Purana, 119.65. Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is the prime protector of Brahminical culture and the cow. Without knowing and respecting these, one cannot realize the science of God. And without this knowledge, any welfare activities or humanitarian propaganda cannot be successful. The Lord is Purusha, or the Supreme Enjoyer. Not only is He the Enjoyer when He appears as a manifested incarnation, but He is the Enjoyer since time immemorial, from the beginning, Puratana, and eternally, Nityam, Yachchanana, Prithu Maharaj says that the Supreme Personality of Godhead attained this opulence of eternal fame simply by worshipping the lotus feet of the Brahmanas. In the Bhagavad Gita it is said that the Lord does not need to work in, uh, to achieve material gain. Since he is perpetually supremely perfect, he does not need to obtain anything. But still, it is said that he obtained his opulences by worshipping the lotus feet of the brahmanas. These are his exemplary actions. When Lord Krishna was in Dwarka, he offered his respects by bowing down at the lotus feet of Narada. When Sudama Vipra came to his house, Lord Krishna personally washed his feet and gave him a seat on his personal bed. Although he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna offered his respects to Maharaj Yudhishthir and Kunti. The Lord's exemplary behavior is to teach us. We should learn from his personal behavior how to give protection to the cow how to cultivate Brahminical qualities and how to respect the Brahmanas and the Vaishnavas. The Lord says in Bhagavad Gita 3.21 Yad yad achurite shrestas tad tad evatado janaha If the leading personalities behave in a certain manner, others follow them automatically. Who can be more of a leading personality than the Supreme Personality of Godhead and whose behavior could be more exemplary? It is not that he needed to do all these things to acquire material gain, but all of these acts were performed just to teach us how to behave in this material world. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is described herein as Mahatma Agrani, Mahatma Agranihi. Within this material world, the Mahatmas, or great personalities, are Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva, but He is above them all. Narayana Padobhyaktat. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is in a transcendental position, above everything created within this material world. His opulence, his riches, 
his beauty, his wisdom, his knowledge, his renunciation, and his reputation are all jagat pavitram, universally purifying. The more we discuss his opulences, the more the universe becomes purer and purer. In the material world, the opulences possessed by a material person are never fixed. Today one may be a very rich man, but tomorrow he may become poor. Today one is very famous, but tomorrow he may be infamous. Materially obtained opulences are never fixed, but all six opulences, but all six opulences perpetually exist in the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not only in the spiritual world, but also in this material world. Lord Krishna's reputation is fixed and his book of wisdom, Bhagavad Gita, is still honored. Everything pertaining to the Supreme Personality of Godhead is certainly eternally existing. Jai Sri Krishna. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. What a wonderful purport and teachings of Prithu Maharaj. So this brings us to 7.48. We're a little late. But I couldn't resist. These long purports make it difficult to do a short reading. <laughs> Tomorrow we will start with text 39. And we will, in the meantime, wait patiently for the reflections on these wonderful verses describing what sacrifices are and how devotional service is the topmost sacrifice. And those who do purely and honestly devotional service uh, are the topmost personalities. Who even Krishna uh, says he gets his opulences from worshipping them, Hare Krishna. Where's this from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati, Hare Krishna. She says, Jai Guru Maharaj, all glories to the Shabda Brahman. Yes, Shabda Brahman ki Jai. And isn't it wonderful how it all fits together when it's described by a person who is actually transcendentally situated. These purports, Prabhupada said, are more important than the verses. Sometimes devotees fight over the verses, how they're translated. But the purports explain the verses perfectly. All glories to the Bhaktivedanta purport. Hare Krishna. This is from Gopakanya. Yes, Gopakanya. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled devotees, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Sri Mad Bhagavatam. Jai Ho Maharaj. Hare Krishna. And from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai Sri the Prabhupada. 
It is really amazing work that Śrīla Prabhupāda wrote such a long, continuing commentary of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam for our spiritual benefit. Mm. I am so fortunate to hear this through my Guru Maharaj. Mm. Thank you so much. And thank you for being such an avid and loyal hearer, Hare Krishna. Yesterday, one Bhagavad Gita, one Krishna book, and one small book distributed during lunch break. Hare Krishna. They accepted books very nicely and said they were, go they were looking forward to read these books after going back home. And they said thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to serve them and you and Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna. No words. You said all the words very nicely. And from Subara. Yes, Subara. <coughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai, glories to Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. Happy Diwali. Yeah, happy Diwali. Occasion to meditate and offer prayers on Lord Rama's return after 14 years of Vanvas. Yes, living in the forest. Tying of Lord Damodar by Mother Yashoda and victory of Lord Krishna over Narakasura, who held 16,100 princesses. Daily readings, Kijai. Hare Krishna, Haribo, Haribo. It appears that there's something from Rati Manjari on the way. Yes, Rati, we're waiting. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. And I <coughs> suppose she's still typing. Tonight we heard about the importance of not offending Vaishnavas by committing Vaishnava aparad. So important. I was wondering whether the word aparad somehow also refers to Srimati Radharani. I was speculating that when we commit an offense we step away from Radharani. I mean I haven't heard that but I can see by the I'm not a Sanskrit scholar I'm not a grammarian uh, I could see how that could be interpreted by a um, qualified acharya, our previous acharyas, but I've never heard that before. The word aradito in the Srimad Bhagavatam is where Radharani's name is hidden, and it means the best servant of Krishna. Aradito, one who has done the best service of, for Krishna. But I've never heard that aparada is directly uh, related to stepping away from Radharani. Aparada means mistake against the good fortune of a person. Aparada. Aparada. One who uh, 
goes against what is right, what is good for the person. Hare Krishna. There's more from Ananda Murti. Yes, Ananda Murti. There's a quote. He is perpetually supremely perfect. He does not need to obtain anything, but still it is said that he obtained his opulences by worshipping the lotus feet of the brahmanas. Unquote. This is just to teach us how to behave in this material world. Mm. I offer my obeisances unto your lotus feet and all the Vaishnavas. Yes, Abai and I were reading today from the Prabhupada Lamrita, and it was describing how Prabhupada acted when he first came to America to the testing ground of Butler, Pennsylvania. And he was invited by a sponsor of a friend of his from Mathura. And Sally, Argo, Sally Agarwal and her husband, Gopal, were uh, smitten by Prabhupada, by his gentle and gentlemanly behavior, how sensitive he was to their feelings. They had him stay in the YMCA because it was pretty difficult. They were you know, middle class Pennsylvanians and he was the first Indian person to move into Pennsylvania. <laughs> you can imagine. But they were, very, they were in a respected social uh, situation and they had programs every night on Prabhupada's request and all these people came and they were all smitten by Prabhupada because of his gentle and those of us who saw him in action, who were around him at all, we know we all say had the same experience that when he moved, it was as if he was floating. Every move was poetic, and therefore he appeared to be in another world. So he could mesmerize anyone by his just by his aristocratic demeanor, and. Uh, artistic movements every movement of his body was artistic when he took a drink of water he would hold the glass I was there, I watched him in Gita Nagari he held the glass here and he poured it right into the throat and there was no drop of water anywhere else and it went straight down the throat it was poetry in motion Srila Prabhupada Hare Krishna. Next is from Bhakti Nikki. Yes, Bhakti Nikki. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Lovely to hear you read tonight. Today I heard, even if we perform material activities with a tinge of sacrifice for Lord Vishnu, it is bhakti. Is this right? Well, it's not exactly bhakti, but it's the very beginning. It's not pure bhakti, but it's the beginning of bhakti. Bahonam jnanmanan mante jnanavan mam prapadyate. This was the verse that Prabhupada 
uh, quoted in that purport. After many, many lifetimes of searching for the truth, one comes to the realization that Vasudeva Savamiti, that Vasudeva is actually everything because he has the knowledge of how Krishna expands everything through his energies. Uh, so the point is that when we perform sacrifice according to the proper regulations and rules of the Vedic sacrifices, even if they are offered to the demigods, the, the personality who is the center of the sacrifice is Krishna. So in this Kali Yuga, the Yuga Dharma is not these kinds of sacrifices, but it is, it is a sacrifice of chanting the holy names of the Lord, congregationally or individually in Japa, and the Srimad Bhagavatam, and trying to understand. These are direct, pure devotional activities. But even the sacrifices of the Vedic sacrifices, Karmakanda, because Krishna is the ultimate beneficiary, as Prabhupada stated in the purports, uh, the demigods who are parts of his body, the servants of Krishna, they receive that on behalf of Krishna. And therefore, ultimately, it connects us indirectly with Krishna. But still, Krishna says in the Gita, Kamaistaistar Ritigyana, Devata. This worship of demigods for material benefit is actually for less intelligent persons. So even though one may be performing sacrifice that is intended for ultimately for Vishnu, if it's for material motive, until unless they do it very carefully and very precisely, like Dhruva Maharaj, who was the example that Prabhupada gave in his purport. Dhruva Maharaj went with a uh, material motive to perform devotional service. But he, but he met Narada Muni and he got the instruction of how to perform devotional service in that way through severe austerities in the forest. He learned how to do that and he did it so perfectly that within six months he saw Vishnu face to face. So until one comes to that point of purifying the senses, because the purpose of the sacrifice is to give, give away one's own personal possessions or possessive uh, feelings towards the things that he has to maintain his body and soul together and offers them to Krishna. Then, when his senses are purified by doing that, he no longer wants anything but Krishna. Therefore, when, Dhru when Dhruva Maharaj became pure and saw Vishnu, of course, he was drinking, I mean, he was literally breathing every few, few days. He was such a great yogi at five years old. No one has ever done that before and no one will ever do it again. He was unique and therefore he got the spiritual world to live in, spir spiritual planet, the pole star, Dhruvaloka, which is this planet where Chirutakashai Vishnu has his abode. And he became the 
predominating deity of that planet, Dhruva Maharaj. And even though he was sometimes acting passionately because he was a perfect Chatriya, he attained the spiritual world. He didn't grow old. He could enjoy full, with full senses and rule over the world for 36,000 years because that was his desire before. So even when he lost that desire, Krishna gave him all that facility. Yoga, chema, paham, yaham. When you do pure devotional service, ananya, cheta, sata, when you do pure devotional service, then Krishna personally, yoga, chema, paham, he, he, he makes up for what you lack and he, and, he, and, he, and he preserves what you have personally. Therefore, the act of sacrifice in the Vedas is uh, the absolute truth is contained within that sacrifice. Karma brahmod bhavam vidi brahmakshara samud bhavam tasmat sarvakatam brahma nityam jagye pratishtitam nityam always jagye sacrifice pratishtitam these uh, spiritual potencies are always uh, in, in, embodied in that sacrifice. But the sacrifice has to be done consciously for the, for the pleasure of the Brahmanas and Vaishnavas and ultimately Krishna. Hare Krishna. So I kind of partially repeated that purport. Nikki says, thank you for your clarification. And I'll read the rest of your comment also. The Lord is so merciful. It makes me think of Goranitai in Wales who overlook our offenses and accept only the small fragments of bhakti in our activities. We often hear how we need to be like honeybees, only see the good in others rather than like flies, which go straight for what smells. Krishna is always showing us how to behave by his own supreme example. Hare Krishna, daily readings, Ki Jai. Jai, thank you for your reflection, that's very wonderful. And from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Thank you, Guru Maharaj, for your explanation, always staying true to the Parampara. I also have a quote from the purport of verse 421.25. The Sankirtan movement contributed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead as Lord Chaitanya is the direct and easiest process for coming to the purest form of consciousness, mm. Krishna consciousness. Yes. So that Sankirtan, that congregational chanting, especially in public, and the recitation of the Srimad Bhagavatam into the public. And that's what this is doing, that's what we're doing, that's why it's live streamed and it's and it's uh, uploaded and is archived both in Facebook and in the Daily Breathing of Srila Prabhupada's uh, channel of the YouTube. And this way we're trying to broadcast. This is the distribution of his books because he said that's the Brihat Badanga. It can go everywhere. 
these books can go anywhere and everywhere, this sound. The sound of the kirtan can be heard a few blocks, but these books can go anywhere. And the sound of these books that we're putting out into the ether through the internet are going so many different places, touching so many hearts, thousands. Hare Krishna. So this combination is perfect. This is the Yuga Dharma. Yes. I'd like to hear once again how ultimately all the activities we undertake in propagating the Sankirtan movement are ultimately meant for something so transcendental and essential as the attainment of pure consciousness. Yes, because everything, Brahmartama, Prabhupada quoted this verse, the first line, Brahmartam Ramahavir, Brahmagnam I forget the Sanskrit, I'm so sorry. Brahmayavateda Gantavya, Brahmakarma Samadina. It means that in the, in the performance of sacrifice, everything that is used in the sacrifice becomes transcendental. The performer is transcendental. The act of sacrifice is transcendental. And the source or the recipient is transcendental. So the, the sacrifice in itself as a whole becomes a spiritual uh, purifying force. And if we keep ourselves in that line and use everything in the material world, all the beautiful flowers and arrangements that are made to make the Lord in a beautiful spiritual environment, all the technological um, devices that we're using, when those things are given back to Krishna, by using them in devotional service to spread the glories of Krishna and the science of devotional service, they all become purified. This is how the world becomes purified, by using everything in the service of the Sankirtan movement. Hare Krishna. That's the secret of devotional perfection. Thank you for your wonderful realizations. It's getting late, now we're going to stop. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda bhakta brinda ki jai. Gaur premanandi hari hari bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic. Instructions of Pritu Maharaj to his citizens, which are so full of transcendental potency. Hari Krishna.